We're starting over. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love Podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to talk about introverted versus extroverted. And then you'll be safe. Recording. 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 <laughs> we did it. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. I am here with the lovely and amazing Brooke Macedas. She's back, baby. Back. Again. Again. Brooke is back. Tell a friend. Or leave a review. Or leave a review. Whoa. That's maybe equally as good as... Maybe hit the thumbs up on the YouTube. Whoa. Whoa. I meant on the podcast. Yeah. On the podcast. I'm at the, I'm at the YouTube. Okay. Okay, well. I want to start a new segment right now that I just thought of in oh, this gosh. moment. Okay. It is called, what is the most random thing on our desk? In front of us? In front, in front of us. So we are, if you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> our desk, we have, we have a basically like one long table desk that fills up the whole wall in our office. Um, and. Like, it, are you picking from your side? And then I'm going to pick from mine. Yeah, I'm going to pick from my side. And then you pick from your side. Random, <laughs> interesting, unique. Um, I have a lot of things, but okay. Okay. I got mine. Go for it. Okay. Mine is a single nail. (laughs) I don't know why I have a single nail. Oh, you might need it. Actually, you know why? It's because (laughs) I was going to be like super Christian, be like, it's a nail. Because Jesus (laughs) was nailed on the cross. I carry it. We shouldn't be giggling at that. (laughs) I know. How dare you? How dare you laugh at the sacrifice of my king? But. I actually don't know why it's on my uh, desk. I don't know either. So that's why. Were I you like trying to hang this up? That requires two nails. No, I think it was. I don't know. Followed closely by. Oof! There's a, a lot on my side. A single Allen wrench. Yeah. Okay. Um. What's on your desk? Oh that's there. Gosh. So there's. We're really trying to sell the YouTube thing. Like you can listen, and you can. But there is riveting. Visual you can think, oh, maybe I know what the nail looks like. Yeah, but you don't. But you don't. It's big. Is it little? Is it little? Is it small? Is it huge? Is it a picture nail? Who knows? Uh, yeah. Does it have a fat head, a small head? Is it bent? Is it straight? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know what the most random. I think that's all that's on my desk is random things. There is a new razor. <laughs> that was probably, uh, yeah, that was definitely it. That, so I've been using Billy razors and their subscription for at least five years, because that's how old my nephew Gray is. And I remember <laughs> when I ordered it for the first time, <clears throat> they accidentally sent me doubles. And so I gave one to my sister-in-law, Kelsey. And I remember where they were living at the time because she had just had Gray. So that's there's that oh, connection. Interesting. Yeah. But anyway, I got another one. Like, I still get the razor replacements. The, like I got another like, actual razor, razor um, because I want one in the girls' shower out of their reach. Because I shower down there a lot after that's, the beach. That's a post-beach shower for you. And so sometimes I want a razor. Um, that's pretty random. Yeah, that is. There's. It's random that it's it's somehow on my desk m- migrated to the desk area, well, not to the bathroom. No, I think because it was, it was a, with the oh, mail. Don't take it out of the packaging. You should open it in the packaging for Instagram, and then, and then here it is. Here it is, along with my tweezers and your and super hairy legs, a box cutter, <laughs> and a check for seven hundred dollars. So. Well. You told me to write that check. Fancy schmancy. <laughs> you just, that's a weird flex. <laughs> it's 
Well, I, got, I have a checkbook. So okay, I can write so a you check can write a check for as many dollars as you many want. Dollars I want. So in your face. Um, yeah, that's the new segment. Wow. Um, some old segments. What we're watching. That's That's been a popular mm-hmm. one. We only watched one thing this week. One episode a night of The Terminal List until we finished last night. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible show. Super intense. Lots of murder. Um, so if that's yes. not your vibe. Yes. In every episode, that's the case. The first episode, I don't want to spoil it, but I just. Yes. Just be ready. Yeah. The first if you episode. Have pregnancy hormones, be super ready. The first episode. I don't have that. Felt like a season finale. Somebody told me they weren't ready. Yeah. And they were pregnant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to give anything away. But it's just like, one, it shows. Here's the reasons I love the show. It shows Chris Pratt's range. It's the first like dark sort of gritty role that he's had. It is a, sh- it is a show. It is a show and a movie that show that shows and doesn't tell. Like, I feel like so much of modern entertainment is like, let me explain to you. There's so much dialogue Everything that's gonna happen. and like grandstanding and like narration. And you're just like, okay, we're not like, I know how stories go. I'm not, I'm not a dumb dumb. I can mm-hmm. tell that this guy is mad without you having to say, I'm mad. <laughs> so I'm going to do this. Like, you know, yeah. that's the point of acting. Right. So it's like, a, it's, it's really good in that regards where it's just like, it's kind of a no nonsense in terms of its approach to like theme and story. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and I feel like it was, it was very suspenseful, very, very action packed. And I definitely hope they do another season. I'm certainly will. It makes me want to read the book or listen to the book. Mm-hmm. So recommend. Yeah. Brooke recommends. I recommend. Yeah. But that's all we watch this week. I did forget a few weeks ago, we started this segment and we talked about a few things that we had tried to watch. Okay. So here's one that we forgot. We watched season one of the Umbrella Academy. Way back. Way back when it came out. We thought, oh, this is a pretty unique show. Like it's pretty quirky. There's a monkey that talks. There's like a robot mom. There's like, it's a superhero. The boss is a goldfish in a, in a bowl. <laughs> yeah. So like there's it some. It comes from a comic. From a graphic novel. From a graphic yeah. novel. So there's definitely like some quirky things in it. Season one, like most shows, you're like, oh, this is cool. This Se- is different. Season two, you're like, eh, okay. Season three, we watch, I was like, I, I, I don't even s- think we watched 12, uh, were we 12 minutes? I yet? even said, I doubt we'll make it through this whole season. But little did I know that we made it maybe four minutes in before we were like, let's turn it off. It was a little bit longer than that. And then we said, let's watch to see how bad it actually gets. We didn't make it through the first episode. No. Not even like maybe double digits in minutes, but so don't recommend that one. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we're on the podcast. We're here. Brooke is back. Voices improving. Um, You've been doing a good job taking care of it. It's definitely not at 100%. No. Um, So we'll probably keep the episode length shortened just for Brooke's sake. Um, But... Got something in my throat. Um, I want to start off by saying thank you for listening. Um, and that we have so yeah, this is really this is, this is riveting. This is riveting entertainment. Um, I told somebody the other day, I guess it was a while ago because I was talking <laughs> that because they also have a podcast and they were like, Oh, cool. So do you do all like the editing and the post and the and she like listed a bunch of words and I, you know, and I thought to myself, well, yeah, I know what you mean. Like in my head, I'm thinking, yes, we do. Like 
we're the ones recording. Like we don't have a team of people. There's not like a podcast team. Yeah. But I was like, oh, we don't edit anything. We just press record, press record and, and talk and then upload it. <laughs> and her and the girl next to her, who also has a podcast, they gasped. Yeah. What? And I was like, yep, that's just where we're that's at. where we're at. And it's where we've always been. Zero budget. <laughs> <laughs> we're showing nails and razors. Well. Um, <laughs> um, and so, so we've been talking about this live event. Okay. That's what I want to talk about right now. Okay. Live event. Sent out a sent out in text to the podcast group. <clears throat> I might have to kick a few people out of that group. Let me yeah. just say this. Sent out a text was like, hey, here's here's a new design that's coming out. Um, if you're seriously interested in the live event, let us know. A couple people replied, Is it in Maui? I'm like, come on. You must not be listening to the podcast because we've talked about where it is yep. multiple times. <laughs> so I guess So you a, responded, liar. I said, Yeah, you're a liar. You sit on a throne of lies. Yeah. And uh, you're not welcome in this group anymore. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. You're not, uh, you're obviously not a butt clencher. Clearly not. <laughs> Clearly not. Um, so the live event is happening December 22nd. It will be a, I'm drawing a Venn diagram. Okay. Walk and Love podcast. Circle. Christmas extravaganza live stream. Oof. Air fryers. Circle. Pop-up shop. Circle. So in the middle is the event in the middle is the event. And that could be you there. Uh, are we putting tickets on sale this week? I thought we were going I, to, I, I don't yeah. know. Yes. Okay. Tickets are on sale in, the the, in this moment while they listen in this or moment, just... they can go to the link in the description okay. that says tickets yep. dash. And there'll be a URL. You click, click, click on that URL. And then it'll take you to a website. And on that, what first I'll say, do you want to open this in new window? You say, yes. I'll take you to website. First, here's what you want to do. You want to pull your car to the side of the road. And then ask yourself, why am I watching YouTube while I drive? Um, so tickets are going to go on sale. Uh, the tickets will include, obviously, a seat at the event. Yep. A We're going to do a limited edition t-shirt for the, that will only be for the people who come to this event. Yep. So your ticket option will be like one general admission ticket, t-shirt size, extra small. One general admission ticket, teacher size, small. So, like, make sure when you select your size. When you buy, when you your, buy your ticket, ticket you're also you picking, are also picking your shirt size. Yes. Or any additional swag that requires a size. Yes. Need to know. So, here's the things that we know are going to be included. Seat at the event. Yep. A custom limited edition t-shirt. Yep. One of each print from the Christmas extravaganza print shop. Yep. So, those are normally like five or seven bucks. Mm-hmm. You will get one of all of them. You won't need to buy them. Yep. So... Nice deal. Um, and then you will sit in the audience as we do probably a hybrid, a, a short version of the pie. We'll do like one like mini podcast episode with people involved. Mm-hmm. And then we will start giving things away to people in the audience live. And we're throwing around the idea. We're not totally finalized on there about giving away two tickets to Maui. Yeah. I'm, so I'm not saying that's definitely going to happen, but that seems likely. Mm-hmm. But it'll be like quite a few thousand of thousands of dollars worth of prizes given away. Yeah. So, yeah, we hope to see you there. I think it's going to be a super and fun. And the ticket gets you oh, access. And yep, thank you, Brooke. And the ticket. So the so the doors will open. The ticket. The bleh, man, struggling today. The the actual live event where you're sitting in your seat is from six to eight p.m. Mm-hmm. The ticket will get you in the door at four thirty. Yep. For an hour and a half of 
pre-event pop-up shop shopping. And then after the event, the pop-up shop will open to the public. So yes. you as a ticket holder will have early access to like come to supply and buy, you know, some of the stuff that we have available. Mm-hmm. And then the non-ticket holders will be able to come in afterwards. Yeah. And then, you know, you'll get to hang with Brooke and I. We'll take pictures. We'll answer questions. I think it'll be super, super fun. Yeah. And we're really stoked about it. So tickets go on sale right now. Link in the description. Wow. You've never said that before. I have never said that before. It'll be our first ever live event. I'm nervous. Yeah. Oh, my mouth is drier. I think I'm dying. Am I dying? (laughs) Too much nail talk. I was going to say, it's because we made fun of the nails. Do you want some of my tea? It's cooling down. I'll just drink the last spit drink of my coffee. Um, Well, well, I listened to, do you have more to say? Do you you have more segments? Obviously not. Apparently, my mouth doesn't work. I listened to last week's episode where you were talking about the bowl of water. <laughs> Which or, I obviously need right now. <laughs> well, you can, well, I don't know. Do you want to drink sink water? I was going to say you can go over there and get some. Um, which was a great episode, by the way. But I was thinking about how that episode of what's in your bowl, you know, whatever's in it will spill out when you are shaken or whatever. Um, and then two episodes ago when I was on, yeah, yeah, is when you talked about turning your phone into a dumb phone and then how you need to recalibrate in that sense. And I talked about how I'm recalibrating. And somewhere in there, I mentioned that I sort of feel like I'm always going to run out yes. of insert anything mm-hmm. or, or almost anything like you like you only have a limited amount of patience for the day. You only have a limited yes. amount of energy. We talked about like that sort yeah. of mentality. And so, and then after that one, I got a message on Instagram. Somebody saying, "Have you ever heard of the thing we're about to talk about?" And I was like, "No, I've never, or I've never heard it spoken about that way." I'm gonna go listen. And so that's what that's what we did, right? Yep. And that's why we're here. So you're being very uh, mysterious. I'm not trying to be mysterious. You I was to trying to get into the conversation. Oh, well, then why didn't you just say that we're going to talk about? Oh, You're well, leaving all these blanks. I no, you I'm getting to the point of the conversation, and I'm giving people backstory that the last two episodes actually have a lot to do with what we're about to talk about today. I feel like they do. 100%. Oh, man. You're being mysterious. I just didn't know you were going. First, I'm just like, you're here. I'm not by myself. <laughs> I live in your home. It's different. <laughs> Is it, though? Is it? My mouth is as dry as a desert. Do you need to pause and go get a drink? Okay. Do you want some of my tea? Yeah. Okay. It's not very well. Why don't I'm just confused as to why you didn't intro it? Why you left like why you left blank? Okay. Um. Anyway, so she asked. (laughs) I'm so thrown off right now. Why you think this is so funny? Um, so she asked if we'd ever heard about Simon Sinek. I mean, I know who he is, but. Yeah. Author of Start With Why, Leaders Eat Last. Right. Kind of like a inspirational. Leadership. Teacher. Teacher. Um, he was, he has been known to talk about introverts versus extroverts. Mm-hmm. And he had this, he has this whole idea surrounding coins. And so he talks about how an introvert he says five coins, but I don't think the number matters necessarily. 
um, that an introvert wakes up with five coins and that their social interactions throughout the day. Let's call it 12 coins. They one use, for every hour. They use up their coins. We're awake for more than 12 hours. So, you know. so it's called 16 coins. Okay. And then um, an extrovert wakes up with no coins and they, through their social interactions throughout the day, they, that's how they get their coins. Yeah. Um, and he does make note, and I want to do the same, that being an introvert or an extrovert is not being socially awkward. Yeah. Like, th that's yeah, not the says, same as I being have, an introvert. I know, very, I know a lot of socially, very socially awkward extroverts. Introverts. Well, it's Both, typically, yeah. Yeah, true, true, it's true, typically true. assigned to yeah. an introvert that like, oh, you just don't want to be social, you're introverted. Yeah. And that's not necessarily true. And he even goes on by saying like, he himself, he's like, I'm an introvert with a very big personality. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing that we're not trying to confuse, that if yeah. someone's just super, super outgoing, I don't think that always means extrovert. I think it really comes down to like how your energy is spent yeah. or gained. And and not even just like physical sleep energy. Man, <laughs> I'm running that's so That's where the YouTube right there. Um, but just like... I don't know. I don't know how to explain that it's deeper than that, uh -huh. but I think that it is. Yeah. So we thought, so someone, so I don't, do you remember the person's name that asked if we'd seen this? So we I looked mean, for I could it. go look in messages. We looked for it online. We couldn't find like a full talk on it. I just found like a small YouTube clip where he talks about it. Um, and I just love that language of just like, you know, because sitting here, you might be surprised that one of us is an introvert and one of us is an extrovert. I don't know if you'd ever be able to figure it out, but if you can't, which is okay, cause it's hard, it's challenging. Mm -hmm. The introvert had a razor on her desk <laughs> and the extrovert had a nail on his. That has nothing to do with anything. Well, How do you think that that applies? No, I'm just saying, I'm just Oh, you're him, just clarifying. I thought you were being specific to the No, 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 I'm just giving them hints. In case they're having yes, a trouble figuring it figure out. It out. Okay. My next hint is the introvert is me. Is a female. <laughs> the extrovert is male. And if you still don't have it, I'm just gonna tell you now. Okay. I, I feel like I've let up. I've given some good clues. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to the podcast, you maybe have some other clues. Brooke's the introvert. Yes. TJ is the extrovert. And I've always known, or I've almost always known, that I'm an introvert. Like that doesn't surprise me like or if somebody late was like oh you seem like an introvert i wouldn't be like well you don't know me i'd be like yeah that seems accurate. that sounds accurate but i was not i wasn't totally connecting the fact that a couple of weeks ago when i was explaining my feelings of yep. what i was feeling about like i just don't know what's going to drain me throughout the day and so it's overwhelming i was not associating that with being introverted yeah and so that's when she mentioned the coins thing i was like i don't even have to go listen to his talk just know. knowing what you said in three sentences was yeah. extremely helpful. Yeah. And I was like, there it is. That's what it is for me. I wake up with coins, call it five, call it a hundred. I don't really care. But I, I, <laughs> I would probably, as your husband, I would probably call it less than a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I wake up and I don't, sometimes I do know what's going to happen throughout the day. I have a general idea or mm -hmm. a rhythm or whatever. And so I have a pretty good idea of what might take some up. But a lot of the time, especially with children in your house, that's how I feel. I don't know what's going to take them up. And so I feel very 
nervous to spend them on anything, Mm -hmm. anything at all. Because what if I get to later in the day and I need one and they're gone? Right. Now, am I hopefully mature enough and healthy enough to sit here right now and say, even when they're gone, I know that I will be okay. Yep. Yes. Yeah. But so it's like, I feel like we're kind of taking his idea of the coins and the language of that. And we're just applying it In one it hand to... and then I'm like, ooh, okay, let me move that over here and and have a conversation and apply it to a couple other things yeah, too. Yeah, because, you know, he really just focuses on, on whether you're introvert or extrovert. And, and, I, and I think that's great. But we're just essentially taking that language and applying it to how we approach our days. Yes. And so, you know... I, I think they're, I think they correlate a little bit, but I think like, you know, he was talking about like, you know, I'm an introvert. So if there's a party and there's a barbecue, I'll run the barbecue. So I don't have to spend any coins. I can just, you know, cook the food, which like, that's a Brooke move a hundred percent. And so I, I just like when, as soon as you read that message to me, because I, I was just like, man, that is so helpful. Not only for, it, it, I really actually find it helpful for as an extrovert or someone who wakes up, like, let me start over. I, I wake up with zero coins. Mm-hmm. I am not worried about how they're going to be spent all day because I'm, I'm not giving them out. They're being deposited. Yeah. And so like, I'll go to the gym and get a few coins there because it fills me with energy. I like, especially like, I really like the CrossFit environment because it's a team environment. People are working together. They're encouraging each other. They're, it's social. It's social. You don't want to go work out alone. I don't. And I won't work out as hard. And so there's like encouragement there. And so I get coins there throughout the day. And so like it, to me, the analogy and the language was super helpful for me to like understand you a little bit better. Same. You know, that like yeah. 13 years in, we're still peeling back layers of the onion. Um and, uh, and it, and it's just so helpful for me to be like, okay, as your husband, now I know you have less than a hundred coins. How can I one deposit more in like, that's a literal question that I think deserves to deserves to be answered as an introvert. How are you filling up your bank? Yeah. You know, and, and I, and I would say one way that we do that is Sabbath. You spend less coins on Sabbath than you do on any other day. You know what to expect. It is a very chill day. There's a lot of relaxation <laughs> involved. There's a lot of rest. And so I think by default, Sunday is one of your mo- most active days. You do a lot on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because you have that little bit of buildup of, you know, you have a little bit of reserve. And we've, yeah, we've built it into our rhythm. Yeah. That Sunday is a prep day for the rest of the week. And so, so I have a lot to do. And so I think like, to me that one of the most helpful things about this language was, was not just like, Oh, my wife's introverted. Like I, you know, I, I, I know that right. about you, um, is to allow us to have conversations about like, okay, so, so if you do have 10 coins a day, how do we get that number to 12? How do we get that number to 15? How do we get that number? Because I think that, I don't think that all introverts start with the same amount of coins every day. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, but but I do think that as you get healthier and more engaged with life, your bank is either quick, like mine is more quickly filled. Like I don't need, Mm, does that make sense? Yeah, what you're saying makes sense. I'm trying to, I'm, I find my insides tightening and going, I don't know about that. Slow butt clench. Which is, 
which is something. And I'm trying to put language okay. to that. Because if your goal, again, I'm going to broad brush stroke yep. back to you what you just said. If your goal is to get me as an introvert to have more coins, then the opposite would be that I need you to be okay with way less coins. Yeah. Not just both of us having more. That's just more coin mentality. <laughs> what coin talk? You're here for the coin talk. I, we've got you. This is the podcast for you. Do you know what I mean, though? Like I. Okay, I do. But but, to me, <laughs> this as is the awesome. extrovert, this is awesome. Okay. Um, it's not like we're talking about money. Like, no. Uh-uh. Let, let's just make more and more money, and our lives will be better. I think we are talking about with this. To me, a coin is like I have energy. I am engaged. I am showing up. I am purposeful. I am taking action. I am enjoying. I am fully present. Like it is to me, it is a robust full life. So someone who has one coin every day, an introvert with one coin or an extrovert that only deposits one coin. Okay. To me, those two people are the same type of, they're, they're the, you're uh, you're talking like a low bandwidth person. No, I'm talking about just like, not experiencing the fullness and richness of life. Okay. Introverts can do that and extroverts can do that. Okay. And yep. they can stay in that rut for all of time. And you and I both know people like that who have decided mm-hmm. I'm going to be miserable for the rest of my life and I'm not going to do anything about it. Right. Those people aren't, whether introvert or extrovert, they aren't interested in gathering more coins either by filling up their bank or by pursuing the ability to start their to hold more. Yeah. From a starting perspective. And so I love the idea mm. of this conversation being like, okay, cause, cause I could wake up every day, not have my quiet time, not eat a healthy breakfast, not talk to you, not go to the gym and just like go and sit down in my office and work on taxes. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> yeah. And as an extrovert, I am not getting a coin from quiet time getting a coin from the gym, getting mm-hmm. a coin from breakfast, getting a coin from talking to you, getting like, and so I could end that day with zero coins yeah. in that way. Right. You could have 10 coins and spend them all. And you like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like the coin analogy to me is just like how, what's the richness and fullness of your life? Mm-hmm. And are you experiencing engaged in it, whether you're on one side or the other? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And, and, and I wanted to say this is in my notes. I wanted to say this before we even started talking. To me, this language feels a lot like the dominoes. Yeah. Where we talked about it once. And then literally a year and a half later, we talked about it again. Yeah. And then like a year later, we talked about it again. Yeah. Because it kind of keeps changing and shifting. And so this is the intro conversation yes. to Coin Talk with Brooke and TJ. <laughs> and so I feel the need to say, Bear with us as we even figure out what we mean with it because uh, it's written in my notes like what he said is good, introvert, extrovert, yep, I get it. But really it's talking about like how we approach life or Mm -hmm. how we, just how we were made, I think. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know how much further to go back, how many chairs behind can I go back to be like what are these coins actually representing? Um. So, I, so, I, so, so there's I an guess, element of what you're saying that is making sense. There's a question. What do they represent to you? Because to me, they represent the engagement in life. So like as you engage more in life as an introvert, 
you start with more more coins in the morning. So like as you're a present mom, as you take care of your body, mm-hmm. as you work hard, as you love your husband, okay. as you engage with, as you find hobbies, you're engaging with life more so that, so that each day. Okay. Yeah. So, so th- that's how <laughs> sorry I, sorry guys, this, to, is, uh, just, this is uh, like, this is a, this is like the podcast really used to be where we were legit just trying to process out loud. So to me, and, and, so that's the introverted so side. So yours, your, okay. So broad brushstroke, if as an introvert, I pursue a full intentional life and all that that means, which I can't even explain all that that means. Yep. You're suggesting that my bank will get bigger from that. And so by default, I will wake up with more coins every morning. That's that's not like exponentially every morning all the time, but just. And then as an extrovert, okay, I pursue all the things that allow me to live that same full life. And I end the day with a full bank, Mm -hmm. which then allows me to see the next day as another day that I can because like it goes back to zero for me. And so the next day now I have a full, I have vision. I have understanding mm-hmm. that like that was worth it. All that energy, all that time, all that focus. And maybe this is like my, my sevenness coming through. Yeah. A little bit. That just like, I know that seeing things through can be challenging for me. Right. That, you know, sticking through to the very end can be hard. Like I just know that about myself. I know that I can start a workout regimen and be on to a different one in the next month. Right. And so to me, it's like, if I end my day with a bunch of coins, then I know, okay, that was all worth it. Yeah. Let's do it again tomorrow. Right. And then that allows me to consistently engage rather than like, you know, roller coaster up and down yeah. quite so much. Yeah. And I have written down on my notes, like I don't think people's coins whether you're getting one or you're giving one up, I do not think there's they're specific to activities. So don't hear our examples and be like, well, going grocery shopping actually fills me up. It doesn't drain me. I must be an extrovert. Or right. doing this versus that takes a coin. I must be an introvert. Like I I think I think you could put up a list of a hundred things and people would and see no person's different. it doesn't matter who what you are, nobody's answers would match. And so that's where I I hope that what we're saying is this is just a really interesting piece of language to talk about oneself and to maybe understand your spouse or your kids or whatever. And like, what, what does it represent? Right. I love you. Oh gosh. I just love that. Like you have to, I do. I have to, because when you, what was the question you asked me earlier and then you answered yourself? What do the coins mean to you? (laughs) To me, the knowing that I have coins Knowing that I have coins and that I wake up with them, if I, if my goal is to be able to have more coins in my bank, I have to give up control. Mm. As I'm not saying it has nothing to do with having a full life because I can see that example and I see where you're going, but I only have five coins because I'm holding on to them so freaking tightly. Whoa, that was hard. That's hard. Yikes! And so if I can learn to realize that, like, because you. The way you speak about it, which again, this is one, I think you're an extrovert, and two, your personality. So we're combining those two things into your examples. Yep. You're like, that just sounds so great, getting all these coins and all these things, and you're filling up, and you get to the end of the day, and you're like, that was worth it. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. And for me, 
I feel like I don't get to decide when my queens are taken. Mm. It is completely out of my control because it's making me emotional right now. Okay. And so if I want to be comfortable having more coins, which does sound great, I get that. I, I can't be so afraid to let them go mm. because then I have to let go, not five, but 10 or 15. And yes, of course I hear myself. It would, sounds like that'd be a little bit easier. Yeah. Right. To let go of five. If I know there's 15 in the bank. Right. And so, um, I wrote notes cause I knew I was going to get emotional. <laughs> But yeah, I, d I do want to make it clear that I don't think it's specific to activities. So don't hear one example and think, I must be this or I must be that. Like only you listening can relate. Like, do you feel like you're spending them or do you feel like you're, get you're getting them throughout right. the day? But how would you feel like you're spending them or getting them if you weren't basing it on activities? Or like I'm saying don't base it on our activities. Like Got if I, I gave the example, like I could use one going grocery shopping. I could use okay. one this. I could use... Like, because I'm an introvert and like, it's yeah. just not that blanket statement. Um, I think it, now that I know I have coins, it's, gonna, it's going to be very helpful to know what does fill me up. And this is where I, I feel like we're deviating from his example because his example is saying that as an introvert myself, I'm gonna get to the end of the day and always have zero. Or, the, or it's sort of suggesting, I'm gonna wait sort of suggesting that like nothing would ever fill me up. And I just know that that's not true. Yeah. And that's sort of suggesting that you as an extrovert, nothing's ever going to take your coins, which uh, yeah. absolutely there's things in life that do. Yeah. And so um, I think it would be very helpful, especially for like you and I understanding each other to have a real physical list. Because when I start to feel overwhelmed or I start to feel like I'm going to run out or I'm already out, I sort of, I feel like cloudy and swirly and I, I often don't pick the actual thing that will give me another coin. Right. I pick the thing that's closest or nearest yeah. or easiest or yeah. I don't know. If just only you had a husband who knew what filled you up and kind of <laughs> like, hey, why don't you go do that? Why don't you go do that? Why don't you go do that? Hey, you know that thing? Why don't you go do that? Right. And so here, that would be nice. Okay, so here's here's, oh, here's where we're going to deviate even further into the coins. <laughs> here we go. I agree. Spicy. Spicy. <laughs> you often do give me very, very solid suggestions, because you do know me, of what would fill me up. Hey, maybe you should take a nap, or hey, why don't you go for a walk, or do you want to go to the beach by yourself, or insert whatever. And I hear you, and I think, yeah, I know that those things work for me but stop trying to shove your coins into my bank. <laughs> now I have to carry yours too. <laughs> and like, that's, uh, again, we're like all over the place with the coins, I feel a little bit, but that is what I feel. And that, again, that comes down to a control thing. Right. I'm saying like, okay, but I'm, it, it's almost like an exchange of coins. Like, okay, but you're suggesting this thing, but I'm gonna have to give one up to do blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and I think that's a lot of the resistance. Yeah. Does that make and, and any oh sense yeah, 100%. at all? 100%. We, Brooke and I have had many conversations about <laughs> how, and I've said this to, to Brooke in a, you know, emotionally healthy place. Um, it it kind of sounds exhausting to be you. Yeah, you've said that to me I've said that to you. And, and to this, which I've said, 
I think it is. I think that's why I'm tired. Because I like, and, and this, this language will help kind of maybe alleviate some of that exhaustion, but like, I don't find myself and maybe it's because I'm, I'm a man. Maybe it's because I'm a seven. Maybe it's because the way I was born, I'm a middle child. I don't know. Well, there's, you I know, know, and that's where I keep saying, don't be like, Oh, there's a thousand I guess reasons, I'm this. you know, and, God created me a certain way. Yeah. But like, I never think about the day as in terms of like, how much am I going to have to hold on to or give or like, mm-hmm. and, and so I think what this language does for me and, and maybe for you and your spouse, because you might fall, fall more on the Brooks side or more on the, on the, my side of just like, man, it gives us apathy. Like it gives me empathy, empathy, not empathy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> like, empathy. Oh gosh. I don't think that's something yeah. you want. So I just check out and I uh, go <laughs> I play that. video games and yeah, have a great day. Um, empathy. <laughs> empathy. Yes. To, absolutely. To, to some of the swirliness that you feel because I just don't feel it. And so, right. and I think that's why when we talk about the emotional check-in that we do every day, there is such that like, there's such value in that because that gives me an idea of like what's going on in your bank. Mm-hmm. And so did you feel like you gave away too many coins that day because you're frustrated, you're tired, you're overwhelmed or whatever? Or did you, did I see you light up and, and actually get some coins for once? Mm-hmm. And so as we do those daily check-ins, I think it really allows us to sort of focus in on what needs to be added or taken away from the rhythm. And there's obviously things that are, are exhausting in the rhythm in the weekly daily life that we can't take away. You know, we got to feed our kids. We have to put them to bed. We got to brush their teeth. We got to pick out clothes. Like we have to do all those things. And so, but it's, it's the extra stuff. It's those, it's those additional things that I think really then matter so much more. And so like, if in the additional things, I see my wife spending too many of her super valuable coins, then there needs to be an adjustment made in, in that. And so I think what this does is it allows me to, you know, just see you more clearly. Yeah. And I think that was, and I, I would say same to you. Yeah, because like, like now you're realizing, oh, when he goes to the gym, that's not just exercise. That's just not like right. time away from the family, which you could look at it that way. Like right. that is like he is f- filling him his bank up so that when I am done and I can't do bedtime tonight or I just need a minute, yeah, he's ready. And I think right. that's why marriage is so valuable and important and why it's central to God's plan that just like we work off of each other and with each other to fulfill his purpose. Mm-hmm. But so, so yeah, do you have anything else in your notes? Cause I have one thing that I want well, to. Well, I was going to say that you were talking about like rhythms and all that kind of stuff. But for me, again, for my personality, which I'll say like, I'm an introvert. I'm an Enneagram nine with a strong wing one. I'm a firstborn. I'm blo- like, I could rattle you're off all those same you're things. You're beautiful. You're amazing. I, and you beautiful tropical fish. Um, I, I'm only speaking for myself, but one of the reasons that I just, uh, I'll say thrive with the rhythms and even more so the rhythms, some of the like leaning into the more organiz- organizational side of my um, personality is because if I can get through all those things you just said, feeding kids, doing this, getting out the door, blah, 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 and not have to spend a coin, then I have some left to maybe do something else later. Yeah. 
or engage or have a conversation or show up for or pray about, like insert anything. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if every interaction has to take one of my coins. And when I, like you saying that it, it, it's so worth it for me to get to the end of my day and feel like my bank is full and I can do it again. And for me, what I feel like it is so worth it for me to find these rhythms, find what works for our family, figure it out so that I haven't spent all my coins by 9 a.m. on breakfast and getting dressed. Because then I'm shot for the yeah. rest of and the day. And there have been days like that. And there absolutely. Are there days like that for everybody? Yes. Yeah. Or versions of, you yeah. know, based on where you're at. But let's just put it this way. I went to the beach for Sabbath yesterday. And I definitely didn't get any coins. Right. And that happens. That is life. But we had a conversation on the ride home. First, I had a conversation with June. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm so grumpy. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Just, which is right. That's like, yeah, okay, Dad. I've had days like that. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, you have. So many. <laughs> but I want to. You can still. Just don't forget about your yep. thing. But I feel like. Really don't want to cry. You can, though. I know, but then it's hard for me to talk. Harder for me to talk. Um, speaking about all the voice stuff, I mean, kind of always, but especially recently, like just this healing journey not being exactly what I guess I thought or expected, I have genuinely felt, and this is where this language was helpful, that let's, let's, use, let's use Simon Sinek's, everybody has five coins. Let's just okay. default five coins. I feel like I've been waking up with three mm -hmm. because something in my life, the voice issue, I'll add more ideas, grief, trauma, extreme transition, insert, whatever. Brand new baby. Yeah. Like, and I'm not even saying all Financial those for me. Insecurity. I'm just like, yes, I'm just listing things that could be very, very big and heavy. And for me, <laughs> it feels like. Are you talking about the baby being very... No, I was just oh. going to go and be like, and that's the rest of the episode. We're just listening. Just listing things that are really hard. Um, a broken toaster. Yeah. I feel like I'm waking up with less. Mm. And so... Oh, and I feel that too. And I know you feel that. We just talked about that. Like, we it sort of inadvertently just talked about that downstairs like about an hour and a half ago. Like, I feel like I'm waking up with less. My capacity is less. And so... I am even more stingy and controlling with my three coins. And it's why I get, it's why I get so frustrated by the girl's incessant questions because I already feel like I've lost a spin. Mm -hmm. And that's really, uh, means not the word. I don't want to be that way towards them. Yeah. And, but recognizing that I have less coins right now. Mm-hmm. Helps me be just like a little bit kinder to myself, which then ripples into a little bit kinder to everybody else. Yep. And it also reminds me that like the default, again, using his <laughs> example, it is five coins. I will get back there. Mm. I believe that and I yep. hope for that. And actually it's. And I think that's a very healthy thing to hope for is yep. to get back to the five coins and not just be like, well. It's my life now. I have a three coin life. You know, and, and <laughs> what's really cool is like I, I don't believe that Simon Sinek is a believer. I don't I don't you know. know I, I don't I don't think so. I don't get that vibe from him or you know, it's not in his writings, but what yeah, what's who knows, but yes. What's extremely incredible about the God that we serve and that we follow is that he takes your coins and he multiplies them. Like yeah. he you know, even the story of talents, like the person that used their talents, he multiplied. 
the person that hit him and buried him under the ground, he took and gave to the guy that used him. Right. You know, and so like you, Brooke, in this season of you're only hurting yourself by gripping your coin so tightly. Yeah. And I think what God is calling us into in this season of frustration and healing is like open palms. Give me what you have. Bring me your two loaves or your, your loaves and your fish, and I will multiply them beyond measure, beyond yes. anything that you could ever expect. And I think that that this language allows us to see that like most of us don't even have enough to get through the day. Like, and so we have need, enough or earn enough or earn enough, eat, whatever, you know, or so not we earn, need receive. that daily bread. We need that daily miracle of a God who loves and cares for us to multiply what we have, to multiply our patience, to multiply our grace, to multiply yeah. our love. And it's through his spirit that he's able to do that and speak to us and do things through us that we would never be able to do on our, by ourselves because yeah. there will always be seasons where we have less than we even think we should, or, you know, Right. And, and so I just find that like, whether, whether you're introvert, extrovert, whether you start with 10 or five or a hundred or you yeah. know, you end with 14 or what, you know, whatever it is that they are extremely less valuable in your clenched hands and they are way more valuable in your open palms Yes, as you allow God to use them and m- magnify them. Yes. So absolutely. That's good though. So, so what I wanted to say, which like is kind of sort of like a, I don't know, that would have been a nice finish right there. Okay. But so if they want to stop listening, <laughs> should they? Stop? No, no, or? no, no. Because I'm going to give you one more sales pitch on oh. the tickets. Oh. Um, so <laughs> listen to the end. Listen to the end for some breaking news. Oh, boy. Um, so here's something that I, I, the coin language helps with for me, because this is the first thing I thought of. So I, I, I've been eating healthier and taking care of myself probably better in the last two and a half months, three months mm-hmm. than maybe ever in our 13 years of marriage. Yeah, or close to ever, or and, more holistically than ever. Maybe I'd say that. And so one, I think it's, I think I think I live in the right place now. I, I think for you, yeah. geographically, Maui has done something to me, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And I'm cons- consistently grateful for you talking about it. Uh, that one day, but I'll use, I'm going to use the gym as an example. And again, this can be, this can be an example on on many different levels, but the gym is just an easy one to make. So started going to the gym to me early on. And and this is where I think this analogy, this language is really helpful. The gym definitely cost me coins. Like I would go, Mm -hmm. I would work out super hard. And it's like for three days, I can't walk down the stairs or sit on the (laughs) toilet. And I'm like exhausted and tired. And it's like, man, this is costing me a lot coins. Like mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine came with me to the gym on Monday. I text him every day that week. If he wanted to come back and he's like, I can barely get out of bed. I'll mm-hmm. walk down the stairs. There's no way I'm coming back this week. Mm-hmm. And so like early on, it cost me and it cost me a lot. Like I felt like I wasn't as engaged physically. It was like, you know, we'd get to the end of the day and be like, you want to clean up? And be like, I, I, I'll clean up anything that's at chest level. Yeah. Anything below on the ground, I'm out. I'm just like, I just can't, I can't can't do it. Um, you know, and so, uh, but then like, you know, a couple of weeks go by and it's like, okay, this is costing me like half a coin. Mm -hmm. Like I'm still sore. I'm still not maybe as plain as much with the girls or I'm not physically as engaged with them or, you know, I'm not cleaning up. I'm getting, I'm cleaning stuff that's at knee level now, Yeah. but I'm 
you know, if it's on the floor, forget about it. Carpet floor's got it. Yeah, Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then, you know, a few more weeks go by and it's like, oh, this, this is actually, this is an even trade. Mm-hmm. I, I, I go, I'm maybe not gaining a coin, but I'm not losing one. Right. And now it's like, it's not costing, it's you, not yeah. costing me anything, uh, you know? Yeah. And now. Other than gym memberships. Other than gym memberships. Life. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I don't know what the conversion rate is mm-hmm. made or something in the back of the book. It's like a Stanley nickel. Yeah. <laughs> I think like that's a, mixed so, in yeah, there. Yeah. And so, but now it's to the point where the gym is actually depositing coins into my yes. energy bank. Yes. You know, I'm using this as like an energy. And that's where I'm saying that this language is just sort of transcends introvert extrovert. Exactly. hundred percent. And is just coin talk. <laughs> and we've, Should we official, rename we've the officially changed the podcast to coin talk. Coin collectors are going to be very confused when they start listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the numbers spike, but people don't seem to, to keep on listening. Um, and so there, now there's a now I'm at the point where it's like I actually have way more energy. I mm-hmm. feel a lot better about myself. I am mm-hmm. more physically able to do things around the house. And hopefully, like my goal, and, and this kind of happens every time you have a kid, you're like, man... In 16 years, I'm going to be this this old, but my kid's going to be young and wanting to like mm-hmm. hike and go on bike rides and surf and like do physical things. Am I going to be able at that age? And so to me, not only am I depositing coins for just like being more active right and now. engaged right now, yeah. it is also long-term. Like I'm also doing something to long-term savings that I want to take good care of the physical body that I've been given so that in the long term, I will be able to do the things that I want to do. Yes. And, and that goes for your physical fitness, your spiritual health, your emotional health, that like these things, while, like, while you might have to spend a coin to read a book right now, eventually that knowledge will pay back, mm-hmm. you know, twofold or fivefold or tenfold. Yeah. And, you know, some of the, some of the time, I think with this language, you, you have to look at it that way. And that has been even just in these few short conversations that we've had about it. And this one is specifically like, that's now super helpful to be like, yeah, this isn't just a coin I'm spending on a Starbucks drink and it's gone forever. You know what I mean? This is a, this is an invest like, and I think that that really will allow you and I, and hopefully people listening to have some really intelligent, good conversations that make good choices. Like, am I doing this for, like a return, like, do I expect a return or what, you know? A return on your investment. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Because if I think about, if so let's say I continue down the path of, I know I have coins, whether I've, I'm at three capacity or seven capacity or whatever, but I'm going to continue to not, or I'm going to continue working towards trying not to hold them so tightly or not have a scarcity mindset around my own coins. I would hope that 20 years from now, when June is 27 and realizing, well, hopefully she realizes she has coins way sooner than that because of us. But if not, that like I, she can look at an example and be like, okay, well, you know, I, I'm like, I'm like that. I'm definitely more of an introvert, but like mom doesn't seem to hold her so tightly. So I shouldn't be so panicked mm. about mine. Mm-hmm. Because our children become who we are. And so yes. if we become people who are able to fully understand whether we, lose coins or gain coins by interactions, yeah. our kids will then fully be able to understand whether they do that as well. Yeah. 
and they will be less likely to just make decisions because that's what everybody is doing. Right. You know, like, and they'll be more likely to actually understand the emotions that go behind a important decision. Yeah. Because I think culturally we know, I think we know that there's this like, you know, we, we say it about children like, oh, that was so fun. That I could tell that really filled her up. Mm-hmm. We say that or like, you know, we talk about their love bucket or like yeah. we talk, but it's almost always in a depositing, it's almost always depositing language. Yeah. And this is where when I read that message about coins being taken away, I was like, Ugh, it yeah. me. There I am. Yeah. I've never felt so seen in my whole life. Yeah. And like. And I'm not saying things don't fill me up. I'm just saying that is not my baseline posture towards my day and the world and my energy. It is not, I'm going to get a bunch. It's, this is going to take a lot. Yeah. And there are some times where it's like, yeah, we got to give them up. Like, you know, we had to teach June how to read this year. And it was like, man, we were definitely not depositing coins during those lessons. We were taking them from her. (laughs) But it is worth it. Right. Because reading is important. Mm -hmm. And like, eventually... Like, you know, and so I, yeah, it's both and, and I think it's really important to like sort of. Is that written in my notes that it's both and? Yes. And I think it can be different. Like you're, you know, like, yeah, you know, he talks about introvert, extrovert, but I think like, you know, you could have like Brooke has a very different view about physical fitness than I do. Mm -hmm. And so like there's (laughs) the coins are very different in that regard. Right. And it's like. I think it can be different based on different aspects of your life, mm. like silence and solitude to do that. I'm not getting any coins. They're being taken. Right. And I should allow them to be taken, but it's harder for me to get there. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think that it it's not just like one set way for one certain thing or, you know, yeah. this yeah. language allows you like specifically like it's, yeah, it feels very similar to the domino conversation where it's like, I feel like we're just kind of scratching at the surface of it. Yeah. Because I'm even thinking of more right now. Because when I think about it towards my kids, who all three of them are very different. I'm going to use June because she's seven and I definitely know her better than the longest. Like, you know, if I had to guess, I would say she's probably more introverted. Yep. So she's a lot like me in a lot of ways. And so if I, as a parent can recognize that in her. I'm not going to push that on her. I'm not going to say you are this way, only be this way. But if I can recognize, okay, there, I don't know if there's much I could do to just fill her up, 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 because I don't know if that's actually going to solve her anxiety or what she's feeling. I'm not saying I'm not going to try to help fill her up. But if she is, if her base posture is things are being I feel like things are being taken or used up, then I need to teach her how to be okay with that, how to not control that, how to not let that overwhelm her when she feels like she's running low on coins to start. Like really teach her how to depend on God. Yes. And that's what I need to teach her. Not just, well, find what fills you up and uh, hope that that's enough. Because if that's how she processes things and sees what, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm not saying I shouldn't go to the beach or I shouldn't do things that fill right. me up because that makes me a better mom, makes me a better wife. It gives me a better bandwidth and capacity and all these things. And I that should all lead towards me being capable of starting a day off with more coins. Yes. But I also need to learn how to be okay with them take, being taken away. Yeah. And if sometimes that's before 9 a.m., so be it. Because there are definitely days on the, on the flip side where I don't get a single one. 
eh, probably not for me specifically. I live in Maui, so just feel like I You're also lit. I mean, your personality type is the enthusiast. Yeah. Like you are just, you are, you're just, you're positive and you, re, you reframe, not in a denial sense necessarily. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that can be <laughs> the other side of the coin. Whoa. Can Whoa. we flip these coins over? <laughs> I haven't even thought about what that. Are you, what are you picturing? There's a question. When you're picturing these coins. I'm picturing like a silver dollar size, except it's gold. Yeah. All right. Mine were bigger. Of course. <laughs> but both gold. Yeah, it's because we're winners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want second place coins. It's kind of what your garbage coins. <laughs> oh, the most uncompetitive person <laughs> because we're winners. I <laughs> oh, see that's because somewhere I'm actually deeply, deeply competitive. competitive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But mostly with myself, not so much with others, yeah. which is a whole other personality <laughs> thing. But yeah. Great job, babe. You did it. So again, this is just like, <laughs> this was a unpack as we go type episode. I mean, we did talk about it a little bit before, but it's so, I feel like the language and what Simon Sinek usually does is he allows you to, he gives you simple language that is very rich. Yeah. And very like the chair behind is simple language that like is so boiled rich down to that. And, and then robust. you're like, okay, let me take that and run with yeah. it. The dominoes on the table is such simple language, but then it's so rich and robust. And so like that, this is just another tool in the conversational tool belt to allow you to have conversations. You know, we, we talk about them between husband and wife because that's what we are. Father, you know, son and not son, daughter and mom, mm -hmm. daughter and father. Like that's how, that's just how, that's just a world that we're in. And so like for you, it might be your spouse. It might be your parents. It might be your grandparents. It might be your siblings. Um, it might be the kids you teach. Yeah. And, but it's just, a, it's just another way to just sort of give you tools to talk about the complexities of human emotion, which are mm -hmm. very hard to talk about. Yeah. And, uh, and we're just grateful that someone messaged us that whoever that was. Thank I you know. very much. Um, someone who's like, I recognized her name. Yeah. No, I feel bad that I don't remember it. Oh, man. And I, I did this last week. At the beginning of the episode, I had a question for people to answer on the YouTube. Oh, smart. And now I can't remember it. I did the same thing last week. Ugh. And I made that sound last week, too. Ah. So why don't you think of a question for people, for to, people answer. to answer? And I will tell people that, um, first of all, thank you for listening. Um, thank you for praying for Brooke. Her voice is doing much, much better. We're very encouraged by mm -hmm. the last week. We think we all caught some sort of sore throat sickness, but like for me, it was like a couple of hours, my sore, my throat felt sore. Mm -hmm. And for Brooke, I think it's just much more detrimental. I think I get a, a wisp of something. And it's like... And what was really hard is that I think I got two things back to back. Yeah. And so that doesn't happen often anyway yeah. in real life. And so it was like, how am I getting two voice related sicknesses on top of trying to heal a voice? No way it's that. Yeah. Spiral. What is happening? Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some spiraling, some butt clenching. Um, <laughs> so the live event tickets are for sale. Again, I just want to explain what they will include. They will include a seat at the event, uh, a, a limited edition t-shirt that only the people from the live event will get. And I uh, would say it, like a, it's a semi-limited seat, right? Yeah, we have limited seating. Like it's not 100%. a giant no, 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 venue no, no. by it's a small any venue, means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there will also be one of each print. So like we usually, for the print shop, for the extravaganza, 
the print shop is usually one of each of the designs we've done throughout the year. So like, I think last year we had like 40 prints. Yep. So those will all be included in your swag bag. We're hoping to find some other things that we can throw in. And then the night during the night, we're going to just give away a bunch of stuff to people in the audience. For those of you listening and be like, will you guys still give away stuff online? Yes, we will. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when we get there, we'll explain all that, but the tickets are live. You can buy one now. Um, because of the limitedness of the event, tickets sales are final. Like, I don't know how we would return one. And then, right. so, um, yeah. make sure that you can come. All the details are on the website and we're just, we've never done this before. So there's part of me that's like definitely nervous. Like hopefully people buy tickets and show up or it's going to be awfully awkward. <laughs> or we're going to own 30 air fryers. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's don't come. Maybe don't idea. come. Um, we do have solar. So we could <laughs> we can run those babies 24 hours. the clock. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, we just like, we're talking about it so early one, so that we can make sure we can sell enough tickets. Um, but two, it's just like something that we're very excited about. Like I always say when people ask me if I miss anything about having a physical retail store and I say most of the stuff I don't miss, like I don't miss the staff. I I miss staff people. I don't miss having a staff. Managing I, don't, I don't miss like the rules. I don't miss the, like the books. I don't miss the inventory and the late nights and all that kind of stuff. The, the one thing that I say I consistently miss is face-to-face interactions with customers, with yeah. people who like mm-hmm. what we do and want to support it. And so this is one of those things that makes me very excited. This will fill me with coins. Yep. I don't t- and I'm it- preparing for six months <laughs> that it's going to take some and that I will be okay. Yes. And you know what? I might actually enjoy it. Y- might well of course i will enjoy it and i will have a great time but i'm saying like i know yeah from our example like i need to remind myself it is okay for them to be taken yeah it does not need to be a scary thing and that's what i was trying to say i would teach my seven-year-old yes like that's okay that's okay if that costs you one yep you're not gonna run out and if you do you're gonna be all right yeah so tickets are on sale we're super stoked i guess my question on you can go to youtube and answer is what should we give away like what type of items? Yeah. What maybe like here, here's my, here's the question. We usually give away like small ticket items, like mm-hmm. gift cards, books, things like that. So give yeah. me one example of like a small ticket item. And we usually give like a mid tier item, which would be like an air fryer. Give me some, okay. So you're talking like under 50, under 50 small tier stocking stuff or size. Yeah. Um, mid tier is like a hundred to $300. Okay. Big tier is like over $500. So I want an example, just one example of each. Don't, don't write a book. Just, you know, click, click, click. Also, I know I didn't have any sounds this week. It was on my list. I didn't get to it. All right. But you were here. So it's just like, it's incredible. Sounds. Yeah. Sounds, sounds, sounds. I like it. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Okay. Okay, I I love you. bye. Bye.